0: You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, this is Lawrence Coletti, producer for Legal Talk Network. I'm here at Legal Tech West Coast Trade Show in the Westin Bonaventure Hotel in Los Angeles, California. I'm currently in our recording room with Mr. Hunter McMahon. He is the Director of Discovery and Technology at Driven Incorporated, and their tagline is, end-to-end platform for any e-discovery project. Welcome. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about this
1: end-to-end platform for any e-discovery project. So we've really taken great steps to develop a platform that can take you from inception of the project to... Uh, from processing and really analyzing your data all the way to production using a single index. So we're not moving data around, removing the steps and the hands that have to go on the data, thereby reducing the the potential for errors.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So
1: you're here talking
0: about, or you're actually moderating the, uh, the, the event, Using Mobile Technology in Electronic Data
1: Discovery. What was that event all about? You know, it was really good because we got to talk about part of discovery that's really coming to life that more and more mobile devices are becoming discoverable. And it's not that they weren't discoverable, but more and more people are interested in the mobile devices. So if you think about the way that people have changed the way they communicated, 15, 20 years ago, you were sending the letters or the faxes. Then it became email. And now it's really going to the mobile devices. And albeit still through email, you've got a lot more modes of communication through the mobile devices, including things like Twitter and all your social media, but you also have unique data points on the mobile devices, such as text messages and Snapchat, a big popular one, that's starting to come up more and more. And the attorneys and counsels are turning to that for great sources of information during the lawsuits. And it, it you know, it, the problem with it and what we talked about yesterday was really how it's different than your traditional sources of information. So the computer is one element, but the mobile devices tend to be a quicker turnover in data sources. So you have to go get it faster, you have to make sure you take additional steps, you have to make sure that you have the appropriate technology to capture it. But you also have to make sure you balance the privacy and the security concerns that go along with mobile devices, because they have that data transit, you know, the data is really going on and off those devices so quickly that you have to make sure that you you go get it quick. You know, I've uh, actually had the pleasure, uh, and I I put that in quotes sometimes
0: because some of these projects are difficult. I've done a little bit of the document reviews in the last few year projects. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. And to me, you know, I think one of the, the biggest takeaways for me being part of those projects is how fragmented everything gets. And so, you know, luckily, our projects were limited most of it to email and some of the actual documents sent back and forth. But I couldn't even imagine trying to cover social media and, you know, Snapchat.
1: I mean, that's gone in, what, a second or two? And... Well, it's gone, but it's not gone. If, you, if you've read some of the recent articles part of Snapchat, for example, is that what Snapchat does is change the extension on the back of the picture or the movie or whatever was sent. So it's still on the device. You just need to know how to go get it. Same thing with pictures being deleted and all of that, that on the mobile devices. Now, the problem is, is that the deleted space or the Slack space that we're so familiar with, that overwrites more quickly on a mobile device because there's less memory. However, it's still there. So if you get it quickly, like I said before, you got to go quick then you can still get some of those informa- that information that you're used to getting from the hard drives. Well, oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, nothing is deleted. <laughs>
0: nothing, well, like, <laughs> up to a certain period of time, right? So, so snap. I mean, there's, there's an
1: expiration with Snapchat. So. Uh, so I actually, ironically, I give my aunt a hard time. She gets Snapchat and my cousins use it a lot and she will take a screenshot of the Snapchat before, like when she goes to view it. So she actually has an archive of everybody's Snapchats in her pictures Albeit not in the Snapchat ad, app anymore, she still has a lot of them. So don't send her anything that you're going to be embarrassed about. Okay, so don't uh, send your aunt anything that you don't want seen in court. Don't don't send anybody anything that you don't want to see in court. We used to, at the law firm I used to work at, we used to give pins out that said, caution, this pen contains ink. Be careful what you write. I think that it needs to be indelible on every phone, on every mobile device, on every computer that says, caution, don't send anything or do anything that you're not going to want coming out on the front page of the LA Times. Oh, my goodness. That is just an amazing world that we're living in. You're
0: always on at all times and now permanently accountable for anything that you mess up on in any random email or Brony
1: had a great uh, statistic yesterday that I think it was out of 7 billion people, there are 7.7 billion devices. So there are actually more devices per person than there are... uh, People per devices. It's, I mean, it's incredible. And somebody in the audience has eight mobile devices, and others have downwards of two, but most have at least two. So if you think about that from a data source standpoint, there's a lot out there. That's a lot to manage.
0: And so, now you guys talked about that a little bit. The, you talked, did you? You mentioned the the amount of devices. And so, I guess um, because you're, you're in eDiscovery, you know, these the firms are trying to get information. I mean, what's a good strategy? I mean, let's say your firm and. You're requesting information. You're in that stage of litigation. And what are the first steps a firm needs to take? You know, what do you need to focus on first? I mean, you're you're talking about it. You've got expiring deadlines for some of these uh, social media, uh, you know, platforms and information. You've got emails. You've got, and there's so many different things to look at. What is your advice for firms that are coming to you?
1: where do you start? So the best source of information, whether it's mobile devices, personal devices, company devices, or even computers, are your custodians. The individuals that you think have this information are the best ones to go talk to immediately. Okay. And for the benefit of our listeners, sure. I, define a custodian. Sure. A custodian is somebody that has information. So say you have an employment lawsuit and you have a manager and an HR person and the employee at issue. You want to go talk to that manager and that HR person right away. If the employee is still around, you want to talk to them as well. Because what you want to do is find out how they use the devices. The biggest obstacle in mobile devices is you have to understand how they're used. Not necessarily where the data is, but you have to understand how they're used so that then you can locate the data. There's a lot of apps on phones that are merely a point of access. So no data is actually really resident on the phone itself. It's all up in the quote cloud. And it might be easier to go get it from the cloud. It might be the actually the only the best way to go get it because all the phone's doing is you know accessing the cloud and it's not keeping anything locally especially anything legacy so you have to understand how the data is being used so that you can understand where it is then you work with whether it's it whether it's custodian or you know counsel or whomever to make sure that you put the appropriate protocols in place to capture that information as quickly as possible always keeping it in a reasonability element of the case you don't want to go start collecting a thousand phones out of the on the outside chance that there's a text message out there kind of thing, and you've got a small case. You want to keep it in perspective and proportionality, so, but you need to understand it. So you do the legwork to gather the information so that then you can make an informed decision. What phones do I really care about? Out of these 100 people that we think might have a text message, who are the most likely 5 or 10 or 20 that we can reasonably go grab real quick and see what we got? We may expand from there. We may draw it back, that kind of thing. The one thing that in a corporate world that you want to really focus on is do they have an MDM solution and do they have any BYOD or COPE or company-owned devices? BYOD being bring your own device, those are personally owned devices that are connected to the company network. Is that one of the most difficult things to deal with? It's really not that difficult. It's just that information gathering process that most in the computer world, we shortchange because we can go straight to IT. In the mobile device world we have to kind of navigate it a little bit more cuz there's expectation of privacy that you really have to make sure that it is there so you've got an employee that in a company that did not have a BYOD policy that explain to them that if they connect to the network, the company has the right to come get their device. The company comes and tries to get their device, and next thing you know, you've got all their personal text messages in addition to their company text messages, and they're freaking out because now you know so much about their personal life, usually not the good stuff either, because nobody's worried about the right good stuff. But uh, it's, it's one of those things that you have to make sure you navigate that appropriately that you work with the custodian rather than demand from the custodian because that custodian is in control of that device, particularly if there's not an MDM or a mobile device management system there, like a good or a AirWatch or a mobile iron that manages the company's information on the mobile device. If the employees in control, they can hit delete. They can drop the phone in the toilet accidentally kind of thing. And you want to make sure you stay on their side. So take the steps and make them feel comfortable. Make them say, look, I don't care about your other text messages. In fact, what we're going to do is we're going to use this other third party to make sure that we only get the ones we care about back and forth between the numbers we care about. Can you work with us? And when you take that approach, oftentimes the custodians, particularly if they're you know a fan of the company, they're going to work with you because they don't want to have You know, they don't want to be involved. If they can give the information away and step away from the case, that's usually the route they'll take. So it sounds like, uh, from an e discovery
0: point of view, custodians are your chums. Yes. Great. So obviously, this this was a much more complicated uh, speaking event than we're going to be able to get into on this, uh, this particular interview. But uh, I just would like you to share with us three major takeaways that maybe you learned
1: or maybe you think are, are worth uh, our listeners hearing and other attendees of this conference. Sure. No, absolutely. So the first one would be preservation is king when it comes to mobile devices. You want to make sure you get to them quick and you want to make sure you handle them appropriately. The second thing is make sure you you handle them appropriately from a collection standpoint, that you don't try to go an old paper route and take a picture of the phone or just take a screenshot of the phone. It's too easy to alter a contact's name in the address book so it appears that it's a text message to and from somebody. So you want to make sure you take those steps. And third is... If you can negotiate with opposing counsel, so those expectations with opposing counsel are set early on, are you going to go to the mobile devices or are you not? And if opposing counsel isn't willing to agree, go to the court. Do not take it on yourself to just say, well, it's too burdensome. You really have to have those agreements, whether it's with directly with opposing counsel or whether you get the court involved. But that way, there's those expectations. So in 18 months, when the case is coming to a head, you're not caught behind the eight ball and have a problem.
0: Well, sounds like great advice. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for joining us today. If our listeners or attendees that weren't able to make your event would like to get a hold of you, ask you some more questions, how can they reach you?
1: Absolutely. Uh, email is always best. It's MCM M-C-M-A-H-O-N at driven-inc.com. D-R-I-V-E-N hyphen-I-N-C.com. hyphen right we'll alright Well, have a wonderful conference and uh, it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks.